When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, Jules. Hey, guys. And Christine. Christine, it's been so long. People were really uh, uh, excited to have you back. You haven't been around in a while. We actually have, I don't like to like dish out compliments a lot in general, you know? Well, yes, I'm, I'm very aware of that. Like saying nice things <laughs> to me, you know, I, I like to try and do it sparingly, you know? Yeah. I don't want to spoil you. No, no. You'll but, insult me twice, compliment me once. Yes. It's <laughs> it's the reverse compliment sandwich. It's really more of like an insult sandwich. But basically what uh, had happened last time you were on, people people loved you. They did. They did. Yeah, but now I have like a standard I have to live up to, and I feel like I'm not, what if this time they hate me? Then what no. happens? Yeah, see, these are the type of <laughs> mental and psychological issues that I'm sure that we will get into on this today. show. But um, so we've got we have just so much happening in the community um, and we are getting into Jules. Break us down. You you threw this out. You threw this out on. Well, we talked about this on the show a while ago. Yes. And you threw it out on Instagram and we got flooded. Yes. Basically. Social distance dating. Quarantine did not stop people from from finding true love. No. As soon as she posted that, I messaged her right away. And I was like, I need to be on this one. I can really share my opinion on this. Yeah. You were going on and on to me. And I hadn't really heard much of the story. And I actually cut you off. I said, don't even tell me until we can get in front of a microphone. And it's been quite some time. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very happy to finally be here with all of you. And um, so, Jules, what do you think? Do we get into a question and then get into Christine? Because you know we're going to go off on Christine for a while. You know that's yeah, going to happen. It's better that Candace isn't here today. <laughs> that's another thing. We haven't had Candace on in forever. I know. I know. I it's miss my her. fault. It's my fault. Everybody knows it's my fault. We talk about it all the time, how it's my fault. I've apologized for it. Okay. Jules better wanted to kill me. Look at, look at the way she's looking at me right now. But we're here now. We're here now. That's all that matters. Making him record a lot of episodes for the community. Yes. Yes. That is what we're doing. So. <laughs> Let's start I'm, off with a question and advice, the first one. I think so. I think we get into the mailbag, DearAlbyMailbag at gmail.com. Also, hit us up on DearAlby.com. You could be sending us questions. Um, see? Jules has looked at me with a, with a nod. Like, yes. he's back yeah. and he's in like peak form. Happy, right? These are the things that I was, I was planning on yelling at him about for not doing later. 
So, okay. Here we go. Via the mailbag. Hey, Albie, Candace, Caroline, and others. So we've already disappointed this person twice, okay? Yeah. Hey. It's just me. Dear Albie, I have been on several dating apps from eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, Bumble, and Hinge. After wading through the bums and F-boys, I have finally gone on two amazing dates with a real gentleman during quarantine. The advice I need is I am going away next weekend and won't be able to see my date for two weeks. How much contact should we have during the time without seeing me des- without me seeming desperate? I enjoy your podcast. I have listened to every episode since day one, and I would really like your advice. Thank you. And yes, Chris, you can use my real name, Amanda, so we've disappointed her a third time. Very, very nice. <laughs> so that's, a, that's an interesting one. I've actually had that. That's not even so much a quarantine thing. I've had people bring that type of stuff up before you and i have talked about this and i've thought about it like myself like in just in life and here's where i've landed personally okay if you're saying to yourself hey i don't want to look desperate whatever i think you have to kind of have a line between like am i as long as it's not i don't want to come off annoying well that's the thing i am a person who comes off annoying so when I first meet someone, I never, ever mm. call or text first because I feel like if they really like me, they will communicate with me. Well, that's the other. That's my other thing, too. So, like, what I would say is, number one, I do like the guy to take the initiative on that, but I also think the phone rings both ways. I don't like when a girl says, I just shouldn't reach out. Here's my rule in general. When I want to reach out to you, mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out. Right. And if you don't like it, okay, this is my personality. I'm excited about stuff. You're either not as excited as I am, okay, or... We're just not going to work out in the long term. Like, you're not going to get me. Right. So I'm very comfortable with, like, like just kind of sticking with being yourself. Like, I've had guys that will ask me, like, friends of mine that we would be out when we would be younger. Okay? Oh, like, you know, is there, like, a, like, sh- what should I go say to this girl? Is there a pickup line? I'm like, you say hello. Like, right. the way I always looked at it was, okay, if somebody's attracted to you, okay, and they don't know you and whatever, and they're looking to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Saying hello and saying where are you from, whatever right. it is, what's your name, no should be what enough. You say is going to be enough. Should be yes, enough. Okay. So like they're not going to be like, man, I didn't like his line. Like that's right. it, it'll be more of the opposite than anything else, you know. So True. I just think you know you got to just kind of um, be yourself and not worry about it. However, if you're like power dialing people, like you've just got other issues and it's not just in your yeah, in your and don't be world. like a double texter or like a double caller. Like if they don't respond to you, then just just wait. You know, because that's also the problem, too, because then you'll come off as desperate. See, my problem in general in life is I am um, I don't know what they call this. Jules probably she's a lot more dialed into the pop culture world than I am. Like if I was going to text you and say, hey, what's up? What are you doing later? It's hey, sent. What's up? Oh, I hate that. Sent. Oh, my God. What are you doing later? Sent. I have a friend that does that, and I always know when it's her because my phone will ring like three, four, five times in a row. Like, why can't you just put it on one text message? Yeah. Why does it have to be 17 messages at once? Well, no, Albie starts off with yo-yo. I do. Yeah, you, do you do that, too. Today, you double texted me this morning, and I thought it was her and not you. I'm so shot. I don't even remember texting you this morning. <laughs> I mean, dead serious. I was like, I, th- I thought, <laughs> yeah, but That's I guess great. we did. I guess we did. Yeah. Just forgot about me. Well, they're starting off dating, right? That's what she put. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's the time where you get to know the person, how they are yeah. as a texter. So you're getting the feel of it. Like you said, be yourself. I don't uh, keep doing your thing, though. Like, don't come off desperate, like you guys say. Like, you should still keep busy, but not always right. be checking your phone. Like, oh, is he going to text me? When is he going to text me? Yeah. 
especially because I'm a person that if if by chance I do text you first, like very early on, and uh-huh. then you don't answer me, like it's instant anxiety for me. And I start to think about all the things I might have done wrong. So it's just let them text me first. It's just easier that way. Okay. Look at how Al's looking at me. I am looking at you that way. It, it's just, it's amazing. I'm just being honest, for God's sake. No, look, that, this, is, this, is a, this is a very safe place. Isn't but the, it? Honestly, a little judgment though, from you. The last, time, the last time you were on the show, though, and, and there was any kind of honesty, you were hitting me up forever about, oh, did I say this? Did I say this? Did I say this? And I'm in for a long, long night of that. I that could already correct. tell. So, I don't know. It is, it is what it is. But to Amanda, I, that's honest to God. I just would hit them up when you want to hit them up. And then yeah. that's like, it's weird. Like going on a couple of dates with somebody and then going away for a couple of weeks. Mm. It is kind of a weird thing. You know, the timing of it is weird because if you're just kind of building up, that, I, I'm the type of person that if we're building up momentum, like you want to kind of keep that going. Right. Mm-hmm. I do think it's really, again, a little bit more on the guy to like show like, hey, look, you know, I'm not necessarily afraid to make plans whenever or move things around or like, you know, you just want to come off that you're taking it serious, right. you know? So it's that the timing of being away, I'm sure she's got a little anxiety. I feel a little bad for her, to be honest. Yeah, I can I can get that. I understand that. Yeah, but if it's meant to be, that's meant to be, you know? Oh, everyone always says that. <laughs> do we really believe that to be true or do we just say that to make ourselves feel better? Honestly, I, I think um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that, you know, I think it's a really nice way to be like, oh, hey, I'm now okay with something that I liked going bad because the concept of something better being in front of me exists. So, like, Mm -hmm. looking at it that way, it makes you calm down. But let's say that it isn't true, okay? I'm kind of down for anything, like, if you think about the purpose of it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If it does make you feel better, is that bad? No, I think that every relationship, no matter how short or how long, has a purpose if you really look into it. Yeah. Well, like, you know, so what's meant to be is is a thing because that's just, okay, like time is going to pass. Like, and where you end up, it's just like you just have to kind of, I think, commit to the concept that whatever you're doing, as long as you just feel confident in it, that you're going to find something that's going to make you happy. And that's that's really, you shouldn't be bending to what other people want. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Very true. I'm philosophical in this day back then. You really then. are. I'm, I'm here. Jules yeah. is looking at me like, oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, where's Chris? <laughs> Somebody make fun of him. You know? No, this is the Al I love because I'm like, Al, I have a problem. His wisdom always helps. Oh. Okay, that's why it's called Dear Albie. Yeah. See? <laughs> but I do find you annoying. Oh, thank you. Oh, really? Annoying. No, I don't. <laughs> we got a story, and then honestly, I think we're, we're geared up for a story, I think. Um... Because I keep getting looks from Christine. No, I'm not giving you any looks. We're just a little bit. sitting here having a conversation. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no so this one came in. So dear Albie, so where do I start to tell you about my shit show, Quarantine Bay? Back in March, before Rona really hit Texas, a friend and I started talking. We've known each other for a few years now, but always had different paths in life until recently. Here comes the kicker. All throughout quarantine, him and I would hang out, watch movies, cook meals, do things as a couple, whatever. Things were going pretty well until one night we had a discussion. QB started to tell me, I wish I could ask you to be my girlfriend, but I'm still not over my ex-wife. Me being me, I said, fine, it is what it is. Honestly, what the hell are we doing? I don't even know. Fast forward to almost July, shit hit the fan. We talked. He is now saying, I'm really confused. I like you, but I can't give you my full time. and love knowing she's still in the back of my mind. 
and I can't be with her knowing I'd lose you. I made the decision to finally just say enough and walk away. I know that Dom would probably kick my ass for even entertaining this idea. You'd think I would have hit the ground running when he said, I wish I could ask you, but there's always a but with this one. Waste her time 2020. Much love from San Antonio. Okay. I can relate to this. This is very similar to my quarantine. I don't know. I was, expect- I was expecting someone to like show up at the house when she said, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, far be it for me to trash community members. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, but I was expecting like, hey, my windows got busted and all of that, yeah. you know, true. It was like more of a question within a story. So the guy's right. like, that's like, you know, this is we've heard this come up in real life before. We've heard this even come up on the show before. You know, I think that's something I think even though like, you know what I think happens to there is such a thing as somebody being confused coming out of a marriage, especially. You know, well, maybe not so much coming out of a marriage because it's so permanent. I feel like that has dragged on so long, you know, mm-hmm. but that like you know, that's not like when you get into a situation, if someone's being honest with you with a get. It's just the way that he's saying it is very, I mean, it's very clear, but it's also kind of like it, it hurts you because it's like, oh, you're not old. Right. Like, then why did you even bother doing this? Like, you're just trying to use me as your rebound. Like, I don't understand. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, so we're, we're this is a problem. Like, so if he's being honest with you with the get, that's one thing. But then you go all the way to July. That's a problem. Well, I guess, you know, is she trying to change his mind? You know, I mean, I would just, like, just leave. That's it. That's it. That's it's it. easier for you to say that than it actually is. I agree. Because I just kind of went through that with my whole quarantine dating situation. Not exactly the same, but similar. And you try to have faith in the fact that there's something there that's worth the other person keeping keeping you around and wanting to be with you. Right. Well, do you think it's wrong to date someone else when you still have someone in the back of your mind? I mean, I think we all do that. I think that's our way to move on to the next relationship. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're going to the next question. (laughs) <laughs> it was, you know, I was expecting a window to be broken. I'm sorry, I was. Okay. <laughs> One more question, then we're gonna let Chris, we're gonna talk to Christine. A little okay. little chat with Christine because I mean, Christine, are you like wounded? Are you wounded duck right now? Um, I don't know why I said duck. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like some days I am and some days I'm not. It just depends on the the day. I think I'm still like a little bit in shock as to what exactly happened. Well, let's get into this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, when I'm she says in now. shock, now I'm like, well, no, it's not that. It's not maybe shock's not the right word. It's just that I don't necessarily understand what went wrong. And if Candace were here, she'd be like, yes, you do. But now I know pretty much nothing. Yeah. So I, I so we Chris, can go Chris from was, the top. Chris was my um was my therapy about this. One. Wow. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. But um, I you know Al, like I've known you for how many years? I never have a boyfriend. I never date. It's not my thing. I've never met a boyfriend. Right. Exactly. Yes. It's I. I hate dating. I don't want to do it. So I decided, okay, fine. I'm going to go on this site. I'm just going to give it a shot. And I matched with this person, the only person I matched with right away. And it was like we instantly like hit it off. Mm -hmm. Texting, calling. It was right before quarantine started. It was great. We started dating the middle of March. We spent every day together for two months. And then all of a sudden, it became a situation where he randomly said to me one day when I was on my way over, 
my ex-wife is in my backyard on the hammock in her bathing suit with our son when I got home. That's a story. This is a story. And this is what yeah, I want. It, Windows? You can't come over right now. <laughs> broken window? No broken window. Okay. So I was like, um, okay, well, why is she in your backyard? Oh, wait. Why is she in a... On, did, did I hear bathing suit? Yeah. like In, in March? Hammock. No, at this point, it was May 1st. I'll never oh, forget the day okay. for as long saying, as I live that's... because I was so upset. That's very... Okay. So it was two months into us knowing each other and okay. spending every day together so you through met, quarantine you... watching Tiger King. Okay. So you met via... Bumble. Okay. Now... Were you you were aware that he had been married and all that? Uh, we had discussed it at length. He has a seven year old mm-hmm. son. Uh, she moved out of their family home, which he still lived in, and she lived the next town over. And they still communicated for their son, but then no way were they getting back together. Was how it was presented. To right. Me. So now you're upset that she's there. He says to you, "You can't come over." Yeah. And you're upset that he says you can't come over. Well, he said first he says you can't come over right now. She's here. I'll let you know when she leaves. So my first reaction okay. is, okay, why is she there? And he's like, well, you know, it's her hammock, and this was her backyard, too. And where they live now, they don't have a backyard. All right, I'm going to pause you right there. Okay. Okay? Real quick, mm-hmm. if this was in a letter, not knowing you, okay, and it was almost the opposite way around. When you have a kid with somebody and all of that stuff, all right, you're you're attached to them Forever. That's your priority. So I had no problem. Right, but, I instantly understood that response. Right, but I wouldn't have even said why is she there because two months in, I don't know that it's like the type know. of thing. Maybe I okay. Let me rephrase how I said. I, don't, I probably didn't say. I'm, I'm probably lying to you. I probably didn't say like why is she there. Mm-hmm. But it was more of like, like did you know she was coming? Like she just he came oh, home okay, and she right. was That's there. That's reasonable. That's so fine. That was more okay. of the question. Right. right. That's fine. You know. Yeah. Okay. But um, obviously the son comes first. So whatever the son wants, if he wants to play in the backyard, you go to the backyard. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, and that's fine with me. Right. So now we're texting each other, and then all of a sudden his text messages start to change. I don't know if I could do this right now. It's quarantine. She's threatening me, saying if she finds out that we're hanging out together, she's going to keep my son away from me. Oh my god. And I'm thinking to myself, like, she has this much control over you know your life Mm -hmm. and meanwhile he's seeing his friends and doing stuff with his friends so i bring that up and i say she doesn't have a problem with you hanging out with your friends and he's like well she knows i've been hanging out with them the whole time so it becomes like a strange situation there so now it's basically like i'm not going to see you again until quarantine's over so i'm like okay i understand you know it's a pandemic you don't want to get your son or anyone sick we'll facetime we'll talk whatever Mm -hmm. A couple days go by and I don't hear from him at all. And we had spent every day together, talked every day. So now I'm like, okay, this is just an excuse. This isn't real life. So now I'm freaking out. And Candace is like, just give it time. Don't act like yourself. Just be calm. But I hear nothing from him at all. Mm -hmm. Then finally he gets in touch with me and reaches out to me and says basically that she had been like stalking me on social media and reaching out to people that like had mutual friends of mine to like get information about me. Mm Mm-hmm. And to me, if you're divorced from, if you're separated from someone, is if it you're, separated or divorced? They're separated. Okay, so if it's not a divorce. No, they're going through a divorce. Got it. So if you're for not, like, they were separated for like nine months. So I don't want, like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, because she clearly, but you know. But then why is he telling me? Why is he telling you what? That she's doing that. Well, because I, I think this, we were kind of talking about it before it came up. Like, I think in a marriage, especially when there's kids involved, I would imagine. 
there's a lot of history there and it's probably not the easiest thing to just walk away from. Right. You know, so there could be reasons why something isn't working out and you could still like care about somebody. Like there have been like personalities that I just don't blend with. Doesn't necessarily make anybody a bad person. Doesn't make me say I hate you. Okay. And even sometimes it would be like, okay, let's keep giving it a shot type of a thing. Okay. But the result would always still be the same. I would imagine like, like meaning like it's not going to work. Right. At that same token, like you've got to, uh, if that were to happen and the good time in that relationship was long enough to actually get married. Okay. Or you just got caught up in whatever. And then you went back to the same way you were arguing before. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to just completely like, well, go through thing. file that and I don't break. understand. I've never you know? been, you know, I don't have a child. I've never been married. So I don't know what yeah, that's especially like. With a kid. And I already know how hard it is just to go through a normal breakup. So I can't imagine what that is like. So I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I think where my sadness or anger towards it came from the fact that like we discussed all of this because you're in a situation where you're in quarantine with somebody. You really start to have those intimate conversations because you're not out. You're together and yeah. it, you're in the house. You have nothing else to do. So the way that he expressed to me the way the relationship that he wanted from someone would be and how that one was over was different than what was transpiring at this point. Okay. You know, so then some time goes by and then he starts seeing me again, but only at my house, not his. How much time? Um, it was like two weeks in fear that like if she drove past his house and saw my car, it would be like an issue. Like I almost felt like at this mm. point I was like the other woman when I didn't deserve that. Because that's not what I was supposed to be. Right. So then one day he said to me, well, we were talking about, I was talking about the things that we had planned to do once restaurants and everything were open again. And he goes, oh, just let's just take it day by day. We're just having fun. And I, as soon as he left, I called Candace. I'm like, this is what he said to me. And she's like, well, that's, that's fine. Just, you know, you're having fun. What's wrong with that? I'm like, because I feel like that's his way of saying that this is never going to go anywhere. And then when he left that day. He said that. I never heard from him again. He never called me again. He never texted me again. And then nine days, another nine days go by and he texted and said, I'm sorry. I can't do this. I just want you to know you didn't do anything wrong. Hmm. And that was it. That was the last time I heard from him. Over text. Over a text. After I did not hear from him at all. To the point where like one day I texted him like, hey, hi, how are you? So wait, how much time passed between the, the, the hammock, the, the remix, I was going to say the reignition of the, <laughs> the, re- the, re- the, the remix to ignition. Okay. Two okay. Then how long were you hanging out in that, in that time? Another like three weeks after that. Hmm. Okay. And then he disappeared nine days. And did his personality like change? Like, yes. In the begin- yeah, it did. Drastically. Hmm. Do you think he's still scared of the ex? Like she obviously has an effect on him. Yeah. I mean, at one point I also thought that, which I still am suspicious of that he had met someone else. Hmm. Hmm. Um, which I still think, but Lauren and Candace disagree with me. Um, just because of the way that I would have found out about it, it, it just doesn't seem like that would possibly be it. But mm-hmm. the thing that bothers me the most is that I just feel like I finally gave someone a shot, which, you, as we talked about, I yes. don't do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed, so now it's hard to like get yourself up to go back to that again. Yeah, okay, but now in the, here's my thing. In the first two weeks that go by, mm-hmm. okay, after the hammock, mm-hmm. what do you say? When he comes and sits down and all that stuff. Do you guys address this whole thing? Yeah, he came over, said he wanted to talk to me, and we sat, we talked about it. Okay, but do you come to a resolution? Like, do you just see where he, he expresses his stuff, you understand where he's coming from, and okay, let's just see where it goes? Or he's trying to commit to a certain result? 
no at that point it was just like we're in quarantine i'm going through this divorce let's just take it for what it is right now and then we'll basically see how things go as time goes on and i agreed to that which i probably shouldn't have well i think i've been on both sides of this okay People have said it to me, and I've been the asshole saying it kind of a thing. And I've been, uh, honestly, in some cases, I've I've just, like, generally, it, it's also okay for human beings to be confused. That's a thing. Right, you're entitled to change your like mind. And he sounds like that a little bit. Right. So, like, when, what I would say, right, in any conversation like that, just because someone is a little bit confused in what's going on and conflicted, okay? If you didn't have a kid, I'd be saying a very different thing. I think the kid emotion is obviously a really strong 100%. one. percent And it makes it easier to be clouded and think about moving on because there are bad consequences that could come from him following his feelings with you and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So with that all being said, like, I like to commit to a certain pattern of behavior in that conversation. So if you're, if he's saying, look, here's the situation I'm in and blah, 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 right? You can very easily, like nine times out of 10, those conversations go with, all right, cool, I get it. You know, all right, we'll just kind of see how it goes. And it stays up in the air. If you put it in a way where it's like, look, okay, that's all fine and I understand you, but here's what I need to keep this stuff going. And it's cool that you've got issues, but like, I want the following things. We had that conversation. Okay, then there you go. And he, and I was very open with him about what I was looking for and that if we weren't on the same page about those things, that was okay. And he was confident in the fact, not only in his words, but in his actions that, he, that followed, that he wanted what I wanted. And then just randomly that one day, just like, it all just changed. And you haven't heard from him since? No. Did you respond mm-hmm. to him? No. Do you, uh, you stalked back because you're nuts? No, I blocked him. Okay. I blocked everybody. So you had somebody else stalk back? No, I blocked everything. You had someone else stalk for you. <laughs> That's what you did. There's nothing to stalk. No, you did. You had somebody else stalk what? There's the no- ex-wife? There's nothing. No. You did. No. What did you I, find out? No, nothing. There's nothing to stalk. She did. No, I, I, I would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to stalk. There's nothing left to it. Mm-hmm. You know, then one day after all of this, he unfollowed me and my friends that he followed on social media he unfollowed all of us okay uh-huh. that is somebody telling him to do that guys don't think like that i i 100 percent correct so i don't true. know if it's he's seen someone else i don't know if it's her but if you have nothing to it's hide not and seeing it's just, someone else if, if it, you have nothing to hide then why can't he's not hiding you know because so he's not following. hiding it he's not hiding it from you he's he's she's probably saying he, she's probably telling him to do that so he's not hiding anything from you so much as he's just trying to my this is my gut feeling. She's probably saying go and follow all these people. The thing for me is that when I was trying to think about like okay, maybe I'll start dating again. Your mom said to me, you know, you really should open your options up and you might date somebody who's divorced or date somebody who has a kid because at first I was like I'm not dating anybody who's been married before or has a kid. Mm-hmm. So now this guy comes along and he's really nice and we have a lot in common and he's really cute. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. But right. Candace said that my mistake was is that he was separated and not divorced. Mm. But he was honest with me about the separation and why they hadn't gotten legally divorced within the first week of speaking to one another. So there was nothing to hide about it. Well, there's a difference between being separated and we are getting a divorce. Right. Like getting a divorce, we're mid-process and we haven't signed the papers. To me, like dating in that time isn't that weird. 
Like, I feel like, because that takes time, you know? He said that they had personal issues, which I won't share here, that, which I understood as to why they hadn't actually gotten divorced yet. But then at the same time, he said something once that was like, well, we both decided that we'll just stay this way until either one of us meets someone. So it's like. Yeah, that's, well, that, that's every, why you went and, like, think about that, okay? Basically, it's a really nice way of saying, okay? One of us is going to be really pissed off at the other one and blame them for everything that's going wrong, which is exactly what happened, and make it impossible for you to move on anyway. Mm-hmm. So, at a best case scenario, okay, like she's basically got to find somebody first. That's where maybe you screwed up. Maybe you just had to go go find somebody to have him date the uh, the other one, the wife. I don't know. That's where you screwed I up. You left that, that part out. I actually. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I contacted my one ex-boyfriend who I'm still friends with, and I was like, you know. Oh, you're terrible. She's really your type. It's just yeah. as a joke, but I was like, you no. should really go out with her. Yeah, I brought that up as a joke. <laughs> and now <laughs> here I am. And she's like, well, speaking of. Actually, oh I did that. I was like, you should go out with her. This would be a great match. But, you know, I think when you asked me if I was like a sad duck before, I think it's less sad duck and more like I have anger towards her because I was like, you just potentially screwed up something Good. Like you ruined my happiness with somebody that for the first time in a long time we had a real connection and that's not cool. Not even to me, but to him. Well, define real connection for me. What is that? What is a real connection? A look real like? connection for me is somebody that when I go on a date, I can look how I look right now and mm-hmm. be completely comfortable and not nervous and just feel myself. And then that's the start of the connection for me. And with him, every time I never had that feeling of mm. angst or anxiety, it was always just like butterflies of like happiness how nervous how long does it take you to get there him was the longest that at first i was very very closed off and i kept saying to lauren like i don't feel connection i don't know if i like him but i was really suppressing it and then finally like after a month together i I let myself like okay you know what i'll i'll open up to you more and be myself Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah but like this is kind of what i'm saying i think that like the the bar of that is really kind of like and it's not exclusive to you because I feel like everybody says that like oh like you know a real cool relationship is when like we just sit on the couch and like eat pizza like to me that's a wild Friday night like that's about as crazy as I go like (laughs) lately you know so for for me it's just like okay well who would not like I met Chels she had no makeup on and she was wearing sweats and a baggy sweater like, and she was, like, working for us. You know, like, that's it, that's how we met. Right. And, like, it's just a, a, I think it's something we put in our own heads that we have to be a certain way. And all it does is waste time and stress us out. Yeah, I mean, you have to remember, I'm old. So I've been dating for, like, a really long time. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I am. I'm old. I'm 36 years and old. You're just, you're, and you just want to get to the sweatpants so bad. Well, like, well the sweat, thing is, is that when I was, like, five, six years ago, when I was really dating a lot, you know, I was getting dressed up and going to dinner every night with somebody, and it was, like, a whole thing. And it was, like, an event every night going out to dinner. Now it's, like, I don't want that. Like, I either have a connection with you and I don't. I don't want to have to go through all that. Right. Like, I still want to have the courting phase, but I don't want it to be uncomfortable. And if it is, then it, I don't want any part of it. How do you, um, did you guys have a conversation about like, okay, it's quarantine, all this is going on. Like, when do you decide, you know, or what made you decide this is cool to be interacting with another human being? 
you mean because of the pandemic, like whether or not we should be spending time together? Yeah, because you met him when it was already a thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't going anywhere else and he wasn't going anywhere else. So at that point, we just felt comfortable and said, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm. You know, it wasn't that we weren't taking it seriously, you know, because there's other people who are like, oh my God, I can't believe you spent time with him. I'm like, well, we weren't going anywhere doing anything. In fact, I never went anywhere. He used to go food shopping for me. He used to go to the store and get me things. Like I literally went nowhere. He did everything. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, and during that time, you know, my mom and my grandma, they live in a nursing home. So he was like a huge support system for me through that. So if nothing else, I'm thankful that I had him through it. So right. mm -hmm. I could get through that part of it. So now what? You just, you just... See, that's the thing. Now what? Now it's like I'm not mentally in a place where I want to start dating again, where I want to talk to anyone. But at the same time, yeah, I want to have that. that, that see, like, that's dumb. But the thing is, is that I'm tired of the disappointment. You can say it's dumb all you want, but the disappointment after a while, it really gets to you. Yeah, but you just got to you, you have to there, there's disappointment in anything. You just got to redefine it. So like, OK, so one day you're just going to wake up and you're going to be, you know, a hundred years old and be like, well, at least I didn't get disappointed. And then you're going to be disappointed in yourself for not doing anything. I don't understand the point. I totally understand. And you're completely rational, but it, when it doesn't work out with someone that I actually really like it, I can't, I guess it affects me more than it should. Okay. And that's fair. But the worst thing I think you can do is then let it prevent you from maybe running into something. Well, it's just like what Jules and I said before. It's like, do you have to be over the next person to be be over the last person to get, to meet the next person? It's like, no, you're always still carrying that last relationship with you into the next one. I find that it's like odds and evens. So if you're not over somebody, okay, like the first person you, you, you date, those are the odd numbers. And let's say, hey, that goes awesome, but it ends in a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. The even numbers from then on out are pretty screwed. Because they're on the heels of a shit situation, and it's like, okay, well, you know, you're either got trust issues, or you've got residual emotion issues, and you're not doing the right thing, or whatever, and then you break up with them, and you find another odd number, and now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I, you know, this person is better than the last one, because you ruined the relationship before that with the old shit that you were bringing around, but you're not exactly attributing it to you. You're saying, oh, my God, it was the other person. So I got to go through another one. I have to go through another one where I screw it up. Well, to basically, get to the next so basically one I'm that. saying you're on even numbers. So why don't you go fuck up an even number and then you'll get an odd number? I mean, slightly off topic. But was I his rebound here or what? Do we think that I was just a rebound? Like just a, hey, let me just be with someone else because well, I've those been things with my wife for 11 yeah, years. Yeah, like those things exist and stuff, okay? And, and we can have a totally different conversation about like reasons why I think that might be the case. But like. If if that doesn't like, I hate that concept because while there are definitely people that just like to kind of hit and quit kind of thing, if there's any amount of time in, all right, and you're having those conversations and all that stuff, like it's okay to like I was saying, it is okay to be conflicted. Being conflicted is a thing, and it doesn't. Where your problem is, I think it's oh man, was I a rebound? That's because someone said that to me. I never thought that. You know, said it to me well, like, look, was I a rebound? Oh, my God. Uh, like, you know, and it makes you question, like, you're worth it all that. It, there's just no, like, let's say the answer is yes, and let's say the answer is no. It does nothing for you. The only thing that you can do is go out and meet somebody else. That is the only thing but that's going to work. somebody you could set me up with? 
look, man, I have an entire, <laughs> I have 280 rooms right now that are going in and out of, of where I am every day. So I'm sure that, I mean, they can't all be like, you know, just monsters. Just sit down there with a sign. Yeah, just chill yeah. out at the Berkeley with a drink. <laughs> yeah. Just honestly, we're, we're going to get you a desk at the Berkeley, okay? And I'm going to get you a sign, and it's going to say, you're going to screw me over, prove me wrong. Oh, that's <laughs> okay? perfect. And then we will see that's what people perfect. say. But I think I need, like, Lauren or Candace or Christopher or you to be like, okay, the one that you like there, that's a no. No, we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to we're going to do that. I think this is a very, very fun thing. So we're going to set that up. Okay. Guys, this is fun, yeah, though. Thanks for listening to my story and being my therapy for the day. Oh, I hope yeah. I didn't bore you to death. I hope you didn't bore the listeners. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. I mean, I'm not I did, here for me. If, you know what? If I did, I'm sorry, but I got the therapy I needed for the day. So we'll stick around. We'll do another one. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we're done with Christine's nonsense. We will move on to more of everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm, we got a ton. Next up, love you all very much. Rate, subscribe, all that. Jules is looking at me. She gave me the death there. We got it. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.